they're working with this person. They say that they'll create this. Maybe at this point they already have their identification. Yes. So then it's kind of like, oh, if I talk to someone about this guy, he's got my ID. He knows who I am. You know what mm. I mean? I think there's, because if you're blatantly doing that kind of nonsense, they clearly, you know, you're involved. You're involved with things like you don't, yeah, people wouldn't want to wouldn't want to complain about it, right? They'd probably be terrified, especially if you're new to the country and you think that like this is like a normal thing. Like you're listening to the Ottawa Real Estate Podcast with your hosts Paul Stevenson, David Warren, and Greg Campbell. Let's see what's going on in the world of real estate today. Yes. Hello. Welcome back. It is the Ottawa Real Estate Podcast. <laughs> Uh, just me and Greg today. Dave is uh, out on the West Coast, and he West is back in time. It's no only 6.30 there. Uh, we want to remind you, before we even introduce ourselves, subscribe, review, like, comment. Uh, we love when you do that. <laughs> my name is Paul Stevenson. I am a mortgage agent. Uh, you can check out my website at paulstevenson.ca. And I'm joined with Greg Campbell, Hello. He's the managing director and a realtor at the agency Ottawa. The, the agency. agency. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> perfect. Perfect. We didn't plan that, I swear. Um, interesting week in real estate. We were just talking before we came on here about how there's really no huge headlines. Uh, lots of talk of interest rates potentially increasing again. Uh, now that I say there's nothing to talk about, um, we actually have a very interesting, uh, video of some, I guess it would be real estate fraud, but mortgage fraud as well. It was kind of like a marketplace video, which we'll get into. And Greg, with all the requests from our many listeners, we have updated stats for different neighborhoods in Ottawa. Yeah, I, I have a couple. I feel like I let everybody down by not doing more this week, but um, <laughs> I'm trying to get into a routine um, because it's, I mean, it does take a little bit of time, but I've got Greeley and Russell today. Greeley I like it. and Russell. And Russell. So I just want to touch quickly on the, uh, the overnight rate announcement. It's coming out October 26th. Today is the 18th. This will be released on the 18th. So it's coming up soon. It's next Wednesday. So where do we think rates are going to go? Uh, I've actually seen some people predict this week that it could go up another 75 right. basis points, which would be <laughs> absolutely wild. Um, but it does, I, I would say, you know, there's, we're definitely, or at least I am certainly fielding more questions on a regular basis about like when clients are actually locking into contracts, like what should I be doing? And it is a, definitely a much more challenging conversation these days uh it depends on people's uh tolerance i guess to to you know rising and falling interest rates and um you know we've seen inflation come down slightly as we've kind of talked about but not yet where they they where they want it to be so we're we may be uh, we may be up for another another rate hike which would mean you know increased costs increased payments for everyone and um, yeah, I would say like as a mortgage advisor right now, it's probably one of the most challenging conversations because obviously, I mean, we want to do well by our clients. We want to make sure we're putting into something that's in their best interest and that makes sense for them. But 
you know, it's a real, it's almost a hypothetical. Like we don't know what the what the rate announcement is going to be. Uh, we don't know what the long-term effects, Snickle Fritz agrees. We don't know what the long-term effects of the rate hikes or uh, keeping the rates the same are going to be. And it's tough, tough waters to navigate. So all this to say, we'll see what happens next Wednesday. And I'm sure yeah, we'll be talking about it. Wow, it's like time. Yeah, time just flies. Yeah, I remember when September 7th came, or September 8th, sorry, everyone was like, oh, don't worry, there's no rate announcement for another month and a half. And here we are, ready, <laughs> ready and waiting. So yeah, so we'll see, you know, we have some, I have some people closing in November, December, and we can pivot. So, you know, some of the, most of them are, are kind of into uh, variable rates right now. But if, you know, if rates go up another 0.75%, we're looking at a 6% variable rate uh, or, you know, 5.75% variable rate there may be a lot of people that want to convert that variable rate into fixed. So we'll see where things go. If you're currently in a variable rate and you've been seeing your interest rates rise, uh, feel free to reach out to me as well. And we can have a discussion about the option of converting that into a fixed rate or, you know, just kind of talk about your, your situation specifically. I know a lot of people, Greg, you probably deal with this yourself, people that are going to sell, but you know, sometimes you'll go into your bank, you'll get your mortgage, and then four or five years go by, you know, you haven't really talked to anyone about your mortgage in, in four years. Mm -hmm. Rates are going up. You, you kind of feel like you're, you're on an island by yourself. So just want to uh, extend an olive branch. You know, if anyone is uh, looking to have that conversation or just want to bounce some ideas off me, feel free to reach out by email or, or give me a call. Send me, um, send me a message and we'll, we'll set that up. It, it must be a lot of people must not even be paying attention to this. And then they're just going to be in for a big surprise when they go to the bank. You know, yeah, some people just don't pay attention. Like if you're like, you know, however long you don't have to go renew for another 12 months, you're just not thinking about it. Mm -hmm. You know what I mean? That'll be a surprise. Well, and people that locked in three, four years ago, I mean, they, they might've seen the headline, but I mean, people have lives. They're not like, yeah, you exactly. know, we deal with this every day. So obviously it's, it's front of mind for us. But if you're someone who, you know, is working, you know, 10 hour days and, and raising a family and so on, uh, you're probably not checking too many headlines about real the real estate market, interest rates, et cetera. But you probably have seen your your rate, your, you know, your payments go up. So the, yeah, there's going to be a lot of sticker shock, I think, when people go to renew and then have to qualify at the new, you know, they might've qualified at a stress test of five and a quarter. Uh, and now they're having to renew with an increased stress test of maybe 7%. So they might not even qualify for that renewal, you know? Something I forgot about. Mm -hmm. There was a headline that I read, and you might know about this more than I would. And I knew there was something that I forgot. Because guess okay. what? I, I didn't write it down. So I forgot <laughs> about it. The, I heard a rumor, or I read somewhere briefly, that the stress test, they may be changing it. They may be reducing it so that buyers do not have to qualify at whatever percentage above now. And then yes. it's just kind of back to a regular flow. Maybe we'll see. I mean, that I think they have to soon because what's the, like, you know, we're stress testing the, the, no, it's not such, you know, it's to say, I, I thought it would be impossible for, for, you know, a variable rate to hit 6%, which it may next week, but the likelihood of a variable rate hitting, you know, 8%, like for quality falling them at 2% higher than what their actual contract rate is. Most people are never going to, we're never going to mm -hmm. see those rates, but Never say never. I mean, we've seen crazy things open over the last 12 months. But to be clear, if you're renewing with the same lender, so if you're with, 
you know, TD Bank right now or or whoever you're with, MCAP, RMG, throw out some names. Um, if you're with those lenders and you're renewing with that same lender, you don't need to use, like, they don't use the stress test. They basically say, Greg, here's your offer. Take it or leave it. If you leave it. Right, on a renewal, then, right. Yeah. Then you have to requalify. And same for us. Like, if someone is with a TD and they say, hey, I want to be with, uh, you know, Scotiabank or RFA, whoever, we have to then requalify them. So then we are using the stress test. And like I said, they might have qualified when they bought their home five years ago at a stress test of five and a quarter. And now their stress test might be seven and a quarter. So, mm -hmm. you know, they literally may not qualify to transfer lenders, which is also putting people in a position where they're kind of pigeonholed to stay where they are. Yeah. Right. Very. And then they're because... subject to whatever rates that lender wants to give them. Right. Because for the, I, th I think you just explained it. I'm going to say it again, just for everyone, all the listeners that don't know. When you, if you have a first, your first mortgage, when you go back to the lender that you got the mortgage with, usually they'll say, "This is what we're offering. It's time for renewal," and you can just sign off on that, and then everything's fine. But yes. if you, if you, if you're not happy with the service or happy with the rate, then what Paul is saying, yes, you got to start all over again. So you're right. A lot of people will just be like, "Well, fuck it. What am I going to do?" Mm -hmm. Sign. Yeah. Guess I'm going to take that six and a half percent they're offering me. Yeah, doesn't look so bad like, anymore. And hopefully, you know, the lenders will be, you know, still competitive because they want to keep the business right. But yes, and they will be. I mean, I'm I'm being a little, uh, uh, I'm exaggerating, but I mean, they're they, you know, they're going to be competitive in their renewal rates. But you're you're probably going to get a slightly higher rate than you would if you went to a competitor. But again, lenders aren't silly. They know that this is this current landscape, uh, and you know. They're a for-profit business, so you know they're gonna look, they're gonna look yeah, to, well, exactly, exactly. to keep that rate as high as they possibly can and, and have you accept it. So do you, next, do you want to get into? Uh, I'll get into some of these numbers here, and then let's uh, bring up that uh, that article sure. we were talking about. Okay, so guys, you asked, I delivered some, I delivered some. So let me, I'll, I'll tell you the number, the, the, the places that people ask for: Centertown okay. West and Hintonburg. Well, we will cover these over the coming weeks. Centertown West and Hintonburg. Greeley, Riverside South, Stittsville, Russell, and another Riverside South. So I can tell you that next week for sure, I'll be back with four neighborhoods. So if there's anyone else, if you want to add to that list, just put it add to the notes, add it to the comments after this episode. Yes, I can, I can talk. So let's do this in Greeley. In Greeley currently... And this is, this is wild to me because I did a lot of business in Greeley this year. Well, I, I was in Greeley a lot at the beginning of the year. Yeah. Um, 37 active detached homes. Average list price is $1.493 million. Crazy. 59 days on market. Hmm. Last week, three properties sold at an average of 1.025 with 42 days on market. I will say, though, um, after I do this next one, I'll go back to this. In 2021, two sold in the same week, 1.3 million, 44 days on market. So you would think that's a big jump, but there was a, a low price sale that sold last week. It skews it a bit. So if you remove that, it's at 1.129. So that's an average. You're up almost just under $200,000 year over year for that specific week. I'm getting very specific here, guys. Detached homes because there's no towns and there's no currently no rentals there, no um, no condos. Greeley, Russell, thirty active detached homes in Russell, averaging eight hundred and thirty five thousand dollars. 
67 days on market average for those active listings right now. Hmm. There's one conditional sale, 869,000. That was on the market for 25 days. Um, one has sold, listed at 710,000 on the market for 64 days and was originally listed at 780,000. So that's a big reduction. And that's sold for 710. Um, you know, hence they were getting around the average days on market for what the actives are at right now. So I wonder if that's going to, if some of these other active listings are going to start do dropping their price in Russell. It'll be interesting to watch. 2021, same week last year, three sold, 669,000 was the average, days on market 15. So that's a big change. That's a big change in terms of days on market and sales price. Uh, and I can tell you pretty confidently that last year around the same time, the sales price was also closer to that. So big, big numbers in, uh, in Russell price-wise. Yeah, and you would think, thanks, thanks for those updates, Greg. You would hey, think no that- no problem. You would think that the, like, you know, those out, I would say outskirts, right? Like they're, you know, outside yeah. of Ottawa, Ottawa, Maine. Um, those outskirts were really popular when everything in the city was selling, you know, over asking, uh, multiple yeah. offers, no conditions. You know, the places like Russell, you know, Limoges, uh, Renfrew, like these places were all really starting to pick up. You would think that as things balanced out that they would slow down, but it seems as though they've stayed hot. Is that accurate? And what's causing it? It seems like it. I don't know. But I mean, even if you look at the, um, you know, if you look at the, their semis, there was no, no towns out there. Semis, there's a lot of semis in Russell. You know, there's two active right now, 665K average, 77 days on market is the average price, the average time. Mm. Um, one sold for 588, 23 days on market. So that's a huge drop in the numbers. So I don't know. I mean, the, you know, the, what happens with the rural areas, I find when things start to go crazy, you know, they, they get the, they feel the impact later, obviously, mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. but they're also the first ones to feel it when it changes because people start realizing that they can maybe get what they wanted closer to town. It's more of a, you know, if you're buying, if you're buying rural, you know, other than people realizing that they wanted to move out because they were priced out of the market, um, that was part of it. But now I think it's more back to um, lifestyle, personally. Yeah, that's what I was thinking, because it was a drive till you can buy type type market a year, a year and a half ago. And now it's, like you said, I wonder how many people bought out there because that's where they could afford. And now they're, you know, seeing a similarly priced home right beside their office like, or in the know, city, right? I would be buying out there right now if if I if I was shopping. I just did a did a deal with actually. Um, we're just in process actually with uh, one of our, our listeners mm -hmm. of the show, mm -hmm. Anthony Priscilla. Shout out. Um, we did the we did the inspection the other day, um, but they got a they they got a great place at a great price, just under yeah. seven hundred. I mean, backing onto green space basically. So like, why would you not want to be out there for whatever reason? Embrin close to the highway, easy access to the city, depending on where you need to be. Yeah. But um, there's a lot of great opportunities out there right now. And I do, and I do think that the prices, you know, out there are going to come down, you know, more for sure, more so than what's going to happen in the city. You're definitely going to get more land out there. I mean, you look at some of the, well, really any property, unless it's 
I'm trying to think of area like places in Ottawa that have like within the the major urban city that have land like you would out in Russell. Like there's really not many. Uh, you until, don't. until you're getting into you know the Carlton places. Maybe some older homes in Sitzville will still have kind of acreage and so on. Uh, Dunrobin, you know, places like that. But that's um, what I mean. It becomes lifestyle, right? It becomes like yeah. what, what do you want? Like they got a nice, de- good sized home, some green space, great community. For like just under seven, which you know that house in Orleans would be eight fifty. Yeah, right now. Yeah. Anyways, people are back to work now too, so that's why you know I know my uh, I had some family members that went back to the office starting last week, so I think that uh, will play into it too. You know, people were all working from home, so living outside the city wasn't as uh, wasn't as important or living in yeah living inside the city wasn't as important sorry uh now i feel like with people going back to to the office and so on that people are going to be more conscious of of where they're buying and you know how that impacts like you said lifestyle that's really the main mm-hmm. the main thing um one thing we saw that was pretty disturbing greg before we came on here was the uh article that you sent uh mm-hmm. was it ctv that posted the article i actually haven't seen the video so oh, i'm this it's, is gonna it's be- cbc it's cbc marketplace CBC. our old friends yeah cbc marketplace so we're actually going to play the video i have yet to see it so we will watch it live with you and uh we'll just uh, we'll have a quick discussion about it afterwards so do you want to do you want to segue greg and give us yeah an Stephen, you got that ready to go are we all set? Okay, so this is an article about mortgage fraud uh, in, in the Toronto area. Actually, this one's in Brampton in particular, uh, targeting newcomers who will not be approved for a mortgage, basically, or have a difficult time. And some of these realtors are kind of leading them a certain way where they can get their application in with fraudulent documents, uh, which, of course, screws them down the road when they can't afford to make the payments. So uh, check it out. So here's the mic. Marketplace sent this undercover team to investigate mortgage fraud. What they found was real estate agents illegally offering fake documents to help buyers fraudulently qualify for a mortgage. Income is not issue because income he can make. They will make T4. They will make like he's a payroll. They're pitching fake jobs and fake salaries, charging buyers thousands of dollars. If these deals go through, the agents would make big commissions. The buyers could be in jeopardy. If you are making zero dollar, even if you are a housewife, we can make the income. That's what they charge, one percent of the mortgage. So they charge one percent of the mortgage. Uh, There's nothing gray area about it. It is absolutely fraud. Wow. Mortgage agent Sanjit Man says he hears about fraudulent operators all the time. He says new immigrants are often the target and have the most to lose if they buy a house they can't afford. If you get blacklisted by the banks, well now think about this. You're building a life here in a new country. You're blacklisted by the banks. What's that going to mean for the rest of your life? At this house, bought for a million dollars, these newcomers were told by their agent not to seek mortgage pre-approval that he had a plan. He can do any paperwork and make us qualify for more mortgage. When they refused his fraudulent approach, they lost the house and their $40,000 deposit. It's it's been tough. It's been really tough. 
Mortgage fraud can have lifelong consequences. It is a criminal offense. Pushing someone else to use fake documents is illegal too. The regulator says it will investigate evidence of wrongdoing, but it does not conduct undercover tests as our team did. David Common, CBC News, Brampton, Ontario. What? Crazy. Crazy. <laughs> what is going on here? Um, that's... <laughs> It's insane. That's, that's an average Joe reference for anyone who's. Uh, anyways, um, that is wild. That's that's way more blatant than I was expecting. Like when you kind of said yeah. it originally, or when I read the headline, I was like, okay, it probably all, maybe guy, altering documents. The clients don't know. He's like, yeah, he's even, like, he's even like, if you're even, housewife, even if you have no income, you're a housewife. We create the income. We create we, income. We create the yeah. income. Oh. <laughs> wow. Madness. So who who. I mean, I, I get that they're both at fault, but like, what what responsibility is there on the home buyer to be like, yeah, we're not doing that, and report it? Like, if you go ahead and be like, well, I'm a dog walker. It's like HGTV, a dog walker, and the uh, and the social media influencer are buying the six million dollar home, and they're out shopping with the realtor. You know, that's what it uh, that's what it feels like. It's really it's really weird, and I you know when I think about it too, you think of the the things like. They're working with this person. They say that they'll create this. Maybe at this point, they already have their identification. Yes. So then it's kind of like, oh, if I talk to someone about this guy, he's got my ID. He knows who I am. You know mm -hmm. what I mean? I think there's, because if you're blatantly doing that kind of nonsense, they clearly, you know, you're involved. You're involved with things like you don't, yeah. People wouldn't want to com wouldn't want to complain about it, right? They'd probably be terrified, especially if you're new to the country and you think that like this is like a normal thing, like or I don't know, it's confusing. Yeah, that's terrible too. That that young couple that uh, lost a deposit. I mean, that's yeah. It's just uh, it's crazy to think that's happening in our backyard, you know, like in our province that 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 sort of stuff is going on. But uh, I'd be interested to hear if anyone listening knows more about that situation or if you know anyone who is directly impacted by it certainly uh send us a message or, or leave it in the comments because i uh yeah that that really you know especially as a mortgage agent who you know we kind of pride ourselves on actually understanding the market understanding income we actually have to go like into depth about reviewing income documents to make sure they're not fraudulent the lender does the same thing mm -hmm. So for then for a realtor to just create a T4 or uh, income is is wild. You know, it like really undermines our our industry totally. and our our licenses and everything. I mean, and they're getting paid the same thing, pretty much but, the same thing we are for, for their fraudulent. And these are the people, behavior. right? These are the people yeah. that create the comments that we get like the market was inflated because of greedy realtors and mortgage brokers or whatever. It's like these mm -hmm. are the guys. That people get involved with and then they create this nightmare terrible so what do you think paul mood boosts let's do the mood boost i feel like uh i feel like we should sign in the mood boost <laughs> that's what i think um okay let me just uh pull them up here try to move boost here we go this is for my brother i got let's go with four today uh so number one why can't your nose be 12 inches long? Because then it would be a foot. Mm. <clears throat> mm -hmm. uh, number two, 
Have you heard of the band 1023 MB? 1023 megabytes. They haven't got a gig yet. <laughs> uh, number three. Uh, I used to be addicted to soap, but I'm clean now. I like that one a lot. And this is my favorite. Number four. What does Jeff Bezos do before bed? He gets his pajamas on. Pajamas on. He gets his pajamas on. Pajamas on. <laughs> pajamas Great on. jokes, Paul. Thanks for, thanks for boosting my mood today. Of course. That's what we're here to do. We're here to boost moods and form finance, <laughs> fight homes, <laughs> all the above. Lots of things. Pretty interesting um, show today. Yeah, I'll interesting show. <laughs> um, shout out to Stephen Hopkins. Shows up every week, ready to rock, professional. He's our producer. Uh, shout out to Greg Campbell and the agency. Shout out to Paul Stevenson. And Paul uh, Stevenson, mortgage broker. Mortgage Paul Stevenson.ca. Check it out. Uh, I do post a blog every week. Really like the, the uh, educational side of writing. It's, uh, it's enjoyable for me. And uh, we'll be back next week. We will see if we hear any updates on the next rate hike. Hopefully, lack of rate hike. And uh, enjoy your week, everyone. Thank you for listening. See you see next you time. See you soon. We'll see you soon. Bye-bye. Right. Bye-bye. Thanks for tuning in, everyone. We hope you enjoyed today's episode. Please remember to like, share, comment, and subscribe. Because we'd really like that.